0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Red Wings Rant. We're tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings. Finally have a home. Man, uh, Red Wings home to uh, all the biggest NHL news and maybe more to come. Got to think.
1: Busy, busy back. news day. Yeah, More, and
0: more, and more. More is a coming. We got to hit the, uh, the comments because everybody was here early. Uh, Chewy thrown in there. This should be a good one. Uh, Murdoch. Dang, Ronick dealt. Larkin resigned. Uh, <laughs> I like Blake. Hurry up already! I want a vent.
1: Oh, there's uh, more. I-, I thought it was just Alexandre Doucet. Hat shot uh, at the JHML or something. They don't even use goaltenders down there. oh
0: Blake asking for a four-hour stream tonight. Um. Performance Art, we need to retool the rebuild because I think we're behind schedule at this point. We we're were a week removed from being in a playoff race, Performance Art.
1: Hold we up, on a, Yeah.
0: Hold uh, up. No, you, go ahead, Mike. I was telling Performance Art.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we were on a gravy train with biscuit wheels, and now all of a sudden it's uh, derailed and uh, nobody's getting any breakfast. This is uh, not looking good. Oh, my God. Um, a lot of people coming in hot. Um, I know you pulled up Murdoch, but I, already, I, I I wanted the Blake one. Hurry up already. I need to vent. He's he's coming in hot.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, Murdoch coming in. Second game against Ottawa was embarrassing. Not only did we not respond to... Uh, I almost said to Kachuk. Kachuk chirping the bench. We allowed him literally to flex in front of us. Someone needed to run him. I mean, we got a Larkin run. It was... Called yeah, for a late hit. Play. Yeah, um,
1: Larkin on Kachuk. That that was amazing.
0: Yeah, I Max Boltman actually uh had a take on this. Uh because he actually said this, if you watch the whole replay, uh this was just Larkin finishing a check, and it was poor like it was a poor decision on his part. Which by the way, this is pretty cool. Um our our tweet for this, like I'm about to pull up. This is me just happy right now has uh 192 000 views it's uh it's quite a bit for red wings ran I'm, I'm i'm pretty happy right now um that kind of just made my day i uh, got in trouble with my boss literally right before we started recording and uh that was not fun uh, but here's our boy Larkin. Ooh, that, was, out, uh, that was that was a video
1: of your boss knocking down your fun. Boom! Look at that. <laughs> Not having this was...
0: time. Oh man, was that? It was the worst timing to get a message from my boss, and I was just like, "Uh, I'm gonna go talk hockey for a little bit." Wow. Uh, but yeah, I this was fun for me. A lot of these um replies came from a certain audience, which um, man. If we're going to and, and this will come with an asterisk, but based on what everybody was saying yesterday, if this is going to turn into a rivalry with Ottawa. I am not looking forward to it because, man, oh, man, are Ottawa fans just the busiest little bitches on planet Earth. Gee, Um, I'm I'm one to have fun with their replies, um, but it just never stopped. And I was like, ah. Man, I love responding to this stuff. Like once or twice, but when your tweet gets 200,000 views, you've got to respond a lot. So yeah, there's I a mean, lot of responses. Like it uh, was exhausting.
1: You you upset an entire province, Matt. It uh, it's not looking good over here. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, I mean, for a lot of you that uh, chirp a lot on uh, Twitter, I don't do a lot of chirping. That was the tiniest bit. I just said Larkin lays out that hideous troll. Um. And they, they just did not like it. And um, I don't know. It well, might be why I don't chirp a lot on Twitter, because it's it's exhausting to have to tell them over and over the same joke. And yeah.
1: Well, uh, I mean, we got to get into it here. Um, I mean, because uh, I, I, I know we got to we got to kind of figure out a way to organize this show, because we were talking playoffs not not that long ago. We could take what? screenshots of the standings and the Red Wings are number eight. And now it kind of feels like uh whew, those Ottawa losses back to back against the team we're competing for for the pretty much exact same seed. Uh, gave us a bare butt spanking. But there's so much movement on this team, man. Ah, oh, listening to that. <laughs> All
0: right. Cause what I wanted to do, I actually liked what you did there. Cause we never do this. I'm I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna play some background music, and I just kind of wanted to like go through. Like just kind of recap, right? And kinda of go through the, the high hits, but now I can't find my little calendar. There it is. Okay. Tell me if this is too loud. Oh, some dance pop. That, there's no music. Oh, there it goes. All right. So we go through what? Uh beating Edmonton five to two, we beat Calgary two to one. This is back uh February seventh and ninth, the eleventh uh yeah, we beat vancouver up. five to two six to one
1: very distracting uh
0: six to one uh went over vancouver five to four went over edmonton five to two went over calgary uh lose to uh seattle uh four to two right now we're down but then we come back beat washington beat the rangers we're fine. Hi, mike this was this was a week ago we were between wins against washington and new york and then The 25th, Vasilevsky goalies us, as I was told. I was actually, uh, I was having a date night. Uh, So I kept up with the first two periods on my phone and then made it home for the third period and watched a very sloppy Red Wings third period because, um, you know, Jared came at me uh, to kind of give me like what had happened. Like he responded, he was like, look, these guys peppered Vasilevsky with everything they had. And what I saw... And this is kind of what Jared's point was. What I saw was a team that was hesitating. It's just like the third period was just like David Perron gets the puck right on front of Vasilevsky and he doesn't even shoot it. Right. So I was just like, all right, this is ugly. I can't stand this third period. So like we had so many open shots and we weren't taking it. Jared goes, it's just what's going to happen. Human nature. You've been frustrated for two periods. Absolutely shellac in Tampa Bay. Next point, Mike. We'll get into this. Was there a moral victory there? Well, Mike, six to two loss, six to one loss to Ottawa back to back. <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, you could call it losing twelve to three in back to back games that we could have labeled the two most important Red Wings games we've watched in the last few years. Where you you win those two games. Got a wild card spot right now. That's what we're celebrating. And instead, yeah, we have I mean, a much different episode. Yeah, and let's today... talk narrative
1: with that, right? Because like Tampa Bay, I, you know, what are you going to do against Vasilevsky? One of the greatest goaltenders of all time. So I think what we wanted to see was a little bit of a response um, against the team that I would feel is a, a peer of ours in Ottawa. Um, Standings wise, skills wise, um, you know, where they're at in their rebuild wise. And it felt like this was going to be a pretty accurate measuring stick. Um, and we had, you know, two opportunities to try and figure that out. Um, and the first game, we uh, absolutely got just physically manhandled, um, obliterated. And so you kind of felt like, well, you know, we're we're on the road. We'll we'll get them in the next next game. And uh, almost an identical uh, <laughs> result. Outcast. Yeah. Um, Score wise, you know, we did open up with the lead. You know, where's a fight? Um, Larkin with the the murder check, uh, but. Yeah, it was, it was pretty disappointing, pretty crushing. And, uh, I mean, based on the moves that we've, we've seen here in the, what, 24 hours, um, it definitely, it, it, it feels like there's some sort of reaction to what just transpired over those three games.
0: Uh, Jared putting out their rest, taking a puck to the knee, killed the team, uh, Rasmussen—that's a whole nother conversation. We'll, we'll, if we have time, we'll get into that. But it, it is kind of just a funny point. Rasmussen goes down, and this team just cannot. There's no chemistry, top to bottom. Just completely implodes. Yeah, I didn't realize um, he was
1: such a, a focal cause <laughs> um, for the success of the Red Wings
0: at, at 1.45 million, I think, off the top of my head. But yeah, I mean, this was um, to me. I made the argument: there's no moral victories in a playoff race, uh, and that was that three nothing loss. I. I I did want to amend that comment and say there's very little to gain from a moral victory in a playoff race cuz you could you could have the moral victory but it's just you know like the moral victory exists right there's just nothing to gain from it uh because then you lose that game you lose two more and now we have what happened today which um we could start with the fun news first but uh arguably right the end of the playoff race
1: i mean mathematically not, techn- not, mathematically, not technically there's a lot of time and a lot of games left but it just feels like it, you know you kind of want to seize this opportunity um and i know that there was talk you know from the the red wings locker room i think it was that that streak of games they had um you know road games and they knew it was kind of a little bit of a challenge here coming out of the break they wanted to try and go 9 and 3 in that stretch and uh a few of those losses are going to make that impossible uh but you know if they can try to salvage things uh tomorrow night uh maybe not quite where they wanted to be um but you know closer and it's it's not completely out of the realm of mathematical possibility for them to be in the playoffs but boy did they make their lives a lot more difficult with what transpired
0: yeah, Murdoch thrown out there. Weird how briefly getting a playoff spot ended up breaking the team's confidence. Um, Fethar, hi guys, been a while. Just here to listen. What's up, Fethar? It has been a while. We missed you, buddy. Um, it's weird
1: with uh, Murdoch's comment because it's it didn't seem like necessarily so much about the Red Wings. It seemed like a a very talented Ottawa team. They oh. looked they looked gigantic. They looked let's, powerful. Let's pull they back looked on fast.
0: the very. I'd pull back on the very talented.
1: They look they looked awesome. They it looked like there was a an odd man break every other shift. It it we got bullied. I
0: so my my argument, and this is the conversation I would want to bring up, and I think this is this is more to uh to Murdoch's point, is you, you presented to the Red Wings, um you know, again, they came out to play against Tampa Bay, but you presented arguably, you know, based on the standings two winnable games against the ottawa senators two games that the playoff team wins right against the ottawa senators and you know this this comes into like this rivalry conversation too because um a lot of people were quick to jump on that some of our rival podcasts some of our our favorite faces of the detroit red wings um you know and this will be tied to the narrative that gets built into a rivalry. Two teams hate each other. Two teams come out to play. Uh, if you want to tie this into the playoff narrative, uh, Ottawa knew they had to win these two games or their season was done. And Ottawa, of course, has has gone out of their way today and picked up uh, Chikrin. So I, I don't know if they jumped the gun there, but uh, they have a ton of space. They can keep Chikrin. It's it's totally fine there. I, I think that's an okay move uh, for the Senators. Maybe the timing doesn't quite line up. But anyway, they won those two games. Now they make a play on Chickren. like They're ready to go. And and the Red Wings right now, they were presented those same two games and they didn't just lose close. We didn't have to play the game where it's like, ah, we just didn't have the will to win it. And we're watching a game where it's like a bouncing puck and you're just like, you know, oh, if only the puck had bounced our way. Like playing one of those games. No, we just got destroyed. The refs certainly helped. We can't forget that. That first game was insane. The second game, starting with that penalty shot, um, human human reaction would have been totally normal to be like oh it's this shit again uh after Stutzla gets the uh, penalty shot so like there's a lot of other narratives mixed into this but the rivalry narrative and rivalries you, it, um, oh they're um, not, not they're not no, built no, off not of like a regular stats. season
1: there's no regular season rivalry no you got it right they're in not the playoffs.
0: they're not well i mean maybe the avalanche rivalry started in the regular anyway uh
1: but it didn't have any meaning th- until they were Playing each other in the playoffs, man. That, that's silliness. But
0: Michigan and Ohio State, pretty much regular season. It's yeah, possible. but
1: they they treat it like, you know, a playoff game. It's always the last game of the year. It's never like week three. It's, no, it's, it's treated, you know, as a prelude to the Big Ten.
0: Well, I'll say this. The thing for me that's for sure in a rivalry is there's some narrative tied to it, like from the outside. And... So what I was going to say was there's no, like, stats tied to it. Stats come later. Uh, Like, the narrative with Michigan and Ohio State obviously starts with the location of the two schools, I think. And if you want to get into the conference, that's another thing. Red Wings and Senators, it seemed like this could be a rivalry of the future because we're both building at the same pace. We're both kind of going along at the same pace. And really, like, what I saw these last two games was not a team from our perspective that thought this was a rivalry uh so that's that's kind of where i'm going from this is you kind of wake up for a rivalry not get your ass handed to you for two straight games but that also comes with the narrative of there was a playoff race there were a couple of wins to be had at least grab one of two like i totally would have been fine if like one of two you're in ottawa ottawa's really excited they're pumped like if that first game was a blowout i kind of was like Just like you said earlier, like I believe Lalone, where he said, We'll be better tomorrow, confidently. He ended, you know, his night, like we'll be better tomorrow. Walks off. It's like, Yeah, what a badass. No, you're maybe worse the next night. So I think that's where, besides you know, a couple of nice signings that kind of made us happy, that's where the big move that we're gonna talk about happened. But do we want to get the nice stuff? want to get the nice one
1: out of the uh, way i mean yeah let's start with the easiest one i I think this is a a no-brainer for the red wings to keep this guy uh we've been talking about it for for you know since it was ever an issue and they were like oh is it gonna drag into the summer and my thing was i thought he was gonna ask i thought he was asking for 10 and that's why they were punting and i i didn't think he would cave at under nine uh this is a gargantuan uh herculean win uh, for the, the Red Wings cap sheet. Um, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if maybe, you know, Larkin's agent doesn't have access to Jay Fresh. I don't know what happened here. Um, I would (laughs) have tried to push that number a little higher, but, uh, we did almost get a, we did almost get a total contract value of 69.69 million, (laughs) which would have been another incredible number here. Um, but yeah, you got a couple of stats here for Lark's.
0: Well, yeah, I brought up uh, the Dom player cards, which are pretty nice because they mix in a market value. So we were kind of look th- looking at this uh, like a week ago and we were like, see what we told all of you that he was worth nine million. This is what we meant. And it's not just like this guy scores this many points and this amount of points, blah, blah, blah. It, what mixes in is the Mart, 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 Matt Barzell contract, you know, and the Beau Horvat contract. All that new stuff gets mixed in here. So Dylan Larkin's market value would go up. I, I Honestly, we've been saying since the beginning of the year, we got all the way up to 10 at one point. I settled in. I was like, anything at 9.5 or less is a win for us based on what I was seeing in the Barzell contract and, again, the market discussion. But at 8.7, holy crap, Mike cause we get to bring in the conversation of this cap going up and Larkin left us a little extra wiggle room there. Um, just this, I, I would not just say guy like
1: that though. that was pretty, that was pretty gross, man. Um, but the little head nod, I don't know what that was. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I got to rib you a little bit. Um, no, this is, this is a huge deal. Um, not just for the Red Wings, having a captain, a leader, the engine of the team. Um, But yeah, that's why I wanted to say it's a huge win for the for Iserman's cap sheet. Um, And I kind of feel like Larkin. When he signed the deal, I feel like he also looked at Steve and took him by the shoulders and said, please. Please, please. Don't make that surplus amount of money that's available on the cap sheet. Please don't just make that an easier payday for ownership please get me some help so we can win some games against the senators and then lo and behold find ourselves in the playoffs please let it go towards that i i feel like that would be one of the top requests from larkin in that negotiation room so not yeah i i want the money i want security you know i'm already from this area you know i'm just a, a hop up the highway to get to waterford but please get me some help and i this his contract number is going to make that an, an easier task, but uh, we still got to see how that how that pans out.
0: And I want to jump in back into the comments here for a, sec- a second. Uh, Tristan, uh, these next two days are going to be awesome. Excited to see what Stevie Y has in store for us. Blake throws in there. I agree, Tristan. It's like Christmas. Um... <laughs> oh, I got to apologize. Mur- Mur- Murdoch goes, uh, don't remind me of that penalty shot. I'm, I'm sorry. Um... Jody uh wants to know do you think Bertuzzi gets traded tonight I think there's a very good chance it happens in the next couple of days but we'll get into more of that in a minute I just don't want you to go away Jody that's that's part of the plan tonight um Sam coming in yo here we go bring on Casper and (laughs) Maser. Sam I love it um Blake, I don't want him to go. That's of course in response to the uh, the comment. Uh, Murdoch, maybe not tonight, but I think he's gone Friday. Um, yeah, Chewy thrown out there. Uh, Larkin got an extra point two million. He was thinking eight and a half. Uh, Blake thrown out there. Larkin could have easily gotten twenty percent more in free agency. Blake, that's a that's an amazing point. Like, there's one conversation we can have about like uh, hometown discounts and what we did end up signing Larkin for. Man, if he hits free agency, a center, you know, a top line center goes on free agency. Was It was, I mean, do we say, you guys can correct me in the chat. I'm I'm just going to say Tavares off the top of my head. Humongous. Like that was a huge free agent signing for the Toronto Maple Leafs, both in what it meant for their franchise. Uh, what it still means too is a whole nother story, but dollar-wise, humongous. So Blake, yeah, you're I, you're nailing it.
1: I think at that eight point seven two. Um, I re- I really love how Cap Friendly organizes everything to uh kind of see how guys pan out and what they're earning. With what Larkin took, um, I mean he he took a deal that's like a a clear tier, like below the top top paid guys, and I mean that really helps the team out. Um, but I, I, I'm hoping we can touch on it in a minute because, uh, I really hope we can get this poor guy, some help. Um,
0: Enki thrown out there. He nailed it and he was at eight and 8.71. So he's right there. Mike, did you freeze? What happened? You were mid sentence.
1: Yeah. I, I think it froze for a sec. Um, oh. but I, uh, I was just going to say, you know, with all this extra cap space, um, I'm not dying to trade Bertuzzi at this time. Uh, I I guess maybe that's one of the first questions we want to ask like the people listening is do you want to pursue something like what we got for Heronic or do you think that he would god, you know, be part of some you know, Mantha Verona type deal um where you're somehow magically getting some sort of upgrade by maybe throwing in one of those Heronic picks cuz I I just
0: well let's let's talk about that heronic trade real quick, uh because we also got a nice little oh, present from you, Jared oh, that we'll you, share Phil. here um, <laughs> heronic uh brings in a first round pick originally the New York Islanders pick uh in the twenty twenty three N h l entry draft, which I think I saw as top twelve protected uh which means that the Islanders did research regarding <laughs> what you know how many guys or on this draft list that we'd be pretty happy getting 12. Um, and then, of course, we get the second round pick in the 2023. Uh, am I? It's this year's draft. Jesus. Yeah, All right. this year. Words. Uh, but I did want to call out Jared threw it out there. He he. We got to say goodbye to Heronic, right?
1: So I mean, not that picture. Where's the awesome mustache? I want that one.
0: Well, we've got a nice little goodbye.
1: Oh no. We we just have a, a slideshow going. Is there's, there an audio element to this? There's no audio. <laughs> We're just watching his mustache uh, develop here as the slides go by. Yeah.
0: All right. There's I, there's audio. There's I will remember you is playing in, on my screen right now. Um. Now I ruined it because we had to break the fourth wall. All right. Well. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> sorry Jared I ruined it because the music wasn't playing um all right let's um, I can't believe I ruined that for you Jared I hope I hope that didn't take too much time uh <laughs> I'm so sorry man all right uh but this is my my favorite uh part oh that's my daughter by the way um for anybody that saw that big old squishy head um from a couple years ago this is my favorite part so so far today of this heroic trade uh dear Patrick Alvin Maybe don't pick up the phone next time Steve Iserman calls. Or do, because we could all use a laugh once in a while. So this is the national perspective right now on this trade. That this is an absolute Steve Iserman fleecing. Another Iserman fleece. Um, That Heronic is not going to live up to what he did this year. This career stats. Remember, all of this was when he had his mustache going. Most of it, I should say, not all of it. Uh, A good chunk, and when you pull that out, the points per game looks like the rest of the career. Um, And now he's moving to Vancouver. So, I don't know. know, The things aren't looking great over there. I guess, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't hate Heronic, but this might have been a bit much uh, for Vancouver to give up. So, I'm, I'm very happy with this. So,
1: here's my thing. Yeah. This is going to be because it's the Islanders first rounder. So it's going to be like a, at best, like a middle of the first round pick, right? Sorry, Jared. It's going to be a middle of the first round pick, right?
0: I mean, we don't know. It depends. This could end up being a 2024 first round pick if the Islanders really tank it up here. Remember that Barzell's still out, I think.
1: Oh, uh, so this
0: is the, remember, we got to do that. We got to connect the dots here that this doesn't matter what Vancouver does. It matters what the Islanders do.
1: So I, I think that the, the hilarity is in why, why was Vancouver the team making this trade, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're at the bottom of the standings and what do they? Yeah, Hironic probably could be their top defenseman. Um, you know, he does do a good job on the right side. He does bring some offense. He does like hitting people. Um, you know, he's he's having a good season this year um and i i just i i just don't want to be too seduced by you know a pick having first in front of it because it's very difficult to you know get um you know top pairing defensemen or you know uh, your first line forwards so i just i'm i'm not i don't hate the move I, I just I kind of want to see where this goes before we start doing cartwheels and we got to look at, you know, trade grades and Vancouver gets an F and Detroit gets an A. And it's it's for me, I, I you know, would want to see if this pick turns into something before we start doing, you know, parades for Eisman being such a, a smart trader. I, I you know, we haven't seen what player he took with the pick. So it's it's not enough to just have a first round pick. I I, you know. Is this going to be like a, like a Costa thing where it's a guy we're going to see in like six years. So that means that this doesn't really help, you know, the current team and how far does this set us back? But uh, it it's, there's, there's questions. I'm not, I'm not ready to give it an A plus. It's a, it's an incomplete grade for me.
0: I like uh, Tristan throughout there to be fair. If Aaronic plays with uh, Quinn Hughes, he could pop off. I, I I agree with that. And one of the things uh, Vancouver fans quickly threw out there was like how tough it's been to find a right side uh, D-man. But Tristan's right. Like we we clearly win this trade. I think this works for us right now. It's just, it's an overpay. And I think earlier somebody mentioned, it might've even been Tristan, but that um, Bertuzzi would make a ton in the free agent market when we were talking about Dylan Market, And he said, he's a better Tanner Janot. And I thought Tanner's, uh, or I should say the, the return, uh, Tanner, has was insane to me. Like, that was insanely high. So maybe it's just picks are flying I, right now, yeah, and it's not I, really I just, a win at because some, the value At some point, Matt,
1: I'd like to stop winning trades and start winning games.
0: I guess. It's just, that's I so mean, depressing, you know, won, isn't won, it, right the, now? We
1: won the Verona trade. Cool. He doesn't even play anymore. He's a healthy scratch. You know, we traded for an islanders first round pick let's see what it turns into first before we do a parade that's that's what i'm saying so i i don't hate it we we did we did fleece vancouver they have a terrible gm i don't know what they're thinking but i i I would like to start winning games (laughs) this is not going to make that easier this season maybe you know it helps further down the road but this this means we're going to have to have a little bit more patience with this team. I agree. Cause again, he, and I think... ha- he doesn't have a bananas contract. It was only four mil. You know, it, it was, it was a manageable number. I know he had restricted free agency coming up in what, two, two years, but he was, he's oh. still making less than Sherrod. So,
0: <laughs> right. I mean, that was the thought I had too, where it was like,
1: ah, there was a
0: real problem. And what is I mean it's not like anybody's jumping at at grabbing Sharatt so it's not like you can just say oh why didn't we just put Sherratt in this trade um what if we but, say you
1: keep your second rounder and we'll throw in Sharatt
0: right we'll now i want to Chirat. i want to present this um this guys on my fantasy team so i know how or he was i know how not worthwhile it is um but i want to bring this up because Frank Saravelli uh is not looking at this trade and saying, all right, wings are gonna pick up a couple more draft picks. Uh instead, Frank Saravalli said, look out for Steve to make a move for a guy like this. Now, again, what's the market value on a Colton Pereco right now with his production? League minimum Matt, compared Matt, to the I, and half million dollar salary.
1: I haven't even looked at his stats yet. Just saying that he's a St. Louis blue makes me think he's gonna be a Red Wing very soon.
0: I think that's where Sarvelli was kind of connecting the dots like from the start. But you know, Pareco got this pay for a reason. Like there have been better years, but I I I would hope it's not Pareco, but I like that Cervelli, And I like honestly, I was right there too. I was like, I don't think to your point, you're like, great, I don't want to make another Sebastian Kosa draft pick that'll we we get to watch. We get to watch him grow up for five years and then cross our fingers that that sixth year, he's good to go. Um, I do think, and I think this is why Saravelli, who probably didn't nail the right player, but is going in that direction, looking at St. Louis because of all the times that Detroit and St. Louis trade together. But I, I think it's basically this. What's Steve Eiserman going to do with these picks before the end of the trade deadline or maybe on draft day? But either way, I, I think that is what's happening here. I don't I think Steve's stocking up on assets to improve on those assets and upgrade them. If it's timeline wise, that's an upgrade. Have we packaged two first round picks because we're not super confident with what's going to be in front of us at the time that we draft? That might be the case. We've talked about before, and I actually, Corey Promen restated it this uh, last Friday, if you guys want to listen to it on the Athletic Podcast, but he restated with the help of Max Boltman's questioning, because maybe, I don't know, maybe they're really huge fans of Red Wings rant. Uh, they restated, yes, top 10 picks, for real, like, go for it. You've This is deeper than most drafts. Everything else, meh. <laughs> get out of the top 10 picks sure you could fall in love with someone just like we do every year but the rate isn't increasing for those guys becoming nhl stars that's what Promin's point was that's what you know like mike you were saying yourself You're done with the win being a draft pick i'm hoping with Saravelli's take kind of my first thought this isn't done and i i kind of hope that's the direction we're going
1: yeah that i think for me that's best case scenario i i'm sorry i i don't want to flesh out our bottom six in the year 2026 i
0: i i'm kind of bummed because i kind of thought it was chikrin and then he got moved to yeah. he got moved to ottawa who who fucked us again
1: i do have a new favorite comment of the day though uh chewy thrown in there <laughs> vancouver almost threw in petterson but eisman told him man that's okay i've already fleeced you enough um, <laughs> woo. and uh if uh, you want to do the next one down tristan with the pie in the sky Woo! stevie comes wow in all right man i mean um, uh, st louis really throwing in the, the white flag if that's the case um, yeah,
0: uh, Tristan thrown in there. I thought you were going to read it. Pareco and Jordan Cairo out of St. Louis. Uh, who Tristan's right. They're selling very hard. Um I'd be curious to to what extent that offer goes, but also I I still I still would say like I get it with the Pareco. I get why that was like a name Cervelli like connected the dots and got to but fuck, man, I don't know. The numbers are pointing not down, just like they do for Ben Sherratt. So, yeah. I don't, I don't need to mess around with that because um, Steve made a great signing earlier in the week. That was like, all right, cool. He's signing the guys that we're all fans of. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, we'll get into that. But
1: another, uh, another uh, just comment here from Jim Johnson. Uh, just saying, does Edmondson come up, or do we expect to trade at the deadline for another D? Well,
0: that's interesting, right? Because we're talking about, and th- this was kind of something I wanted to get to, so we'll, we'll just, let's do this, right? We, kind of, we hinted at it. Jake Wallman also signed, right? And we traded away a right-side defenseman. Whew, okay. So next season, we've got Ben Sherat, Olimata, Jake Wallman, all considered to be left-side defensemen, which, of course, we all learned was made popular in the Mike Babcock era of coaching. So maybe we're done with that. Maybe Ben Chirot is so bad. We have to make all this time work. Maybe he's better <laughs> on the right side. Who, who fucking knows?
1: I like that. We but, just keep giving him different partners and hell, let's give him uh, the other side of the ice. You know, <laughs> I know it was be, kind uh, of heroic. turns in like goaltender. Let's make him emergency goaltender up in the rafters with Steve. How about that?
0: <laughs> I, I just think it's so funny that Aaronic like turned in his best numbers of his career with Olimata. We we give up to Ben Charat and it's just no. We got to get rid of Horonic, man. This is done. He's cooked. <laughs> um, that's what that's what happens to you. But basically, I mean, the the easy point I'm making here, uh, we mix in Edvinson into this. That is four left side defensemen uh, trying to get a spot and one right side defenseman and more insider.
1: <laughs> um, oh, no, and in there, throwing in a, a, a possible acquisition. Am I crazy for thinking Steve would try to get Eric Carlson? Um, yes.
0: Not that, nice.
1: not that he's, you know, outside the realm of of being acquired, but I think he's a little past, uh, like, peak-wise peak age, you know, with where he sees the trajectory of the team and when they're all going to be at that spot where they're all kind of... Um, starting to hit their primes. I don't I don't think that that's a guy he would pursue. Um, you know, maybe a couple years ago it'd be a little more feasible, but that looks like a trade I would make. Um, in the NHL video game.
0: I don't know if you guys saw this one, but Vladislav Domestikov just got traded to the Sharks. I was heading to cap friendly and that was the first thing on there. Just want to throw that out there. Um,
1: by the way, hats off to the NHL. I mean, uh they looked at the NBA this season and said fuck off with your Kevin Durant. We're going to have 80 million trades this year. We don't give a damn. And there's players (laughs) flying around like hotcakes. You know know
0: what? This brings up the old office conversation. Would you rather have one, like a little bit of really good pizza, or would you rather have a lot of okay pizza?
1: A medium amount of really good pizza.
0: Yeah, because I'm right now, I'm like, there's there's all these little dinks and dunks. And I think I'm I'm a, a lot, of, you know, bad pizza. I'll take a lot of bad pizza over a medium amount of really good
1: pizza at this point. Um, and at some point, we still we left Jody hanging because the question's in there again about Bertuzzi getting traded tonight. Um, Not tonight. Maybe not tonight, but I do like talking about it. Um, I would be I'm still I think I'd still be surprised if he does get moved. Um, We had that commentary oh. that he was removed from the block. I, I mean, we freed up this cap space, presumably, to fill it up with people who are, you know, play, playing for money um, and moving that contract for another draft pick, you know, further down the road. I, I you know, it's it would be a nice cap sheet move, but I, I think they want to try and figure out what does this team look like, you know, when they're healthy and they actually have a, a, a full NHL squad. So I, I feel like they would buy before they just sell Bertuzzi. I would be I would be pretty stunned if they traded him.
0: Now uh you bring Eric Carlson into the mix. That's 13, almost 14% of your cap. And he's also signed through 26, 27. Um, which we've talked about this before. We've talked about Eric Carlson that meets a need for the right side of your D. Uh, very similar, you know. If you if you want to paint a guy a particular way, you say that he's. Built the same way as heronic Is he an upgrade over heronic Sure. Is there a reason that people don't immediately put Carlson number one on their Norris list? Yeah, because there's a hell of a fucking number following that name, eleven and a half million. Which is funny. It, it's funny. Like he's having a hell of a season. Like he's having like a second career year right now, going for like a point per game total, Carlson. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe he should win the Norris because this will be it. You know. You know how NHL awards work, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it. Like, I think there's a reason that people, when they do their midseason voting, aren't giving it to Carlson. And it's, it's because of what goes attached to being Carlson. And it's like, well, yeah, you paid him this much. We should have been getting this every year. And sure there's the injuries and stuff, but there was still a contract that was signed. So I think that I just want to say like, it's not going to happen because it's it, there's just too much attached to it. And you'd have to ask San Jose for what is that? Five years you know, salary to eat, maybe to eat a significant amount. Yeah. That's where that's where, that's where some... it could
1: possibly be easier to acquire him. If you say, look at, you could give us less draft capital, which is, which is what makes Iserman's ears perk up. Um But if there's one thing Iserman loves, it's draft picks. Anything he hates, it's a dirty cap sheet. Woo! And that's a lot of money on one man. It's a lot. Yeah. Of, it's a lot of cheddar. That's all I'm saying.
0: All right. So if we look at, and I guess I can bring this up because uh, I'm I'm cheating with cap friendly right now. Cairo. Eight. I mean, he's he's going to be right up there with Larkin. Eight point one two five. How long is this one going till twenty, uh, 20, 30, 31 and then uh, Pareco. <laughs> Till twenty twenty nine thirty, that's six and a half mil.
1: <sighs> um, real quick, uh, just Joey Fertile, welcome. Uh, saying give the first round back from Ronick for Quinn Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, uh, sorry, you were saying about the, the next uh, fleecing we're gonna do here on, uh, on the Blues.
0: Um, I guess, I guess to me with Pareko at twenty nine. I mean that's like our punishment for getting Cairo right at this point. If you want to look at it that way, that's how that's how I'm looking at it right now.
1: <laughs>
0: and then, uh, I mean, for anybody not familiar, let me see if I can find our boy real quick here. All right, market value five point two. We'd be paying him eight. Not he's not quite there. He's 24, so that's what happens. Also playing with a team. So I there's a lot there's a lot mixed in here. I think ah oh man, you guys are gonna see all my trends and stuff. I'm trying to close this out. Oh, I'm on the wrong window. All right, there we go. Boop. Um yeah, it's just it's it's he, I mean, not he plays fun on right the now. wing,
1: right? He plays on the wing, right? Yeah. So he'd be playing with Larkin and Raymond, I guess
0: yeah i mean raymond's not playing on the top line right now so. I, you know
1: but you know he kind of gets cleaned up again
0: um yeah uh Paran, the former st louis blue is <laughs> i mean isn't there a little bit of you that's gonna be a little embarrassed next season when we roll in with sunny Peron, jordan kairu pareko Robbie it, it Fabry. Didn't, it didn't work for the Blues last year, but
1: it's going to work for us this year.
0: Oh, they're all a year older? Sign me up.
1: Sign them up. <laughs> Four years of pop. Bring them in.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I like that point quite a bit. But, you know, maybe the mix. Maybe you mix some good from St. Louis with some good of Detroit and everything just starts to shake out. Um,
1: Real quick, uh, quick plug for Festar. Welcome back, bud. Haven't seen yeah. you in a minute. Um, we got Crimson Shadow in here while Peronix has gone, so now it's time to bring up Edmondson or Johansson. Yeah, it's probably might be a little bit early. And uh, Matt is very, very convincingly talking me into uh, the Wings moving some of these recently acquired picks into actual playing human beings uh, this season. So, we'll
0: I mean, see if that fits- happens. It fits what you want, right? Like you said, you're you're done it with these it games. It does. It does. I'm not like, against I'm... it.
1: I just i i would be surprised. I I will be happily surprised. Um, okay. Jared, uh, I was... Jensen would be a great grab. Are you talking about the former wing on the Capitals?
0: Hell yeah, he is.
1: Oh brother.
0: <laughs> He's got uh, <laughs> right now 2.4 million in surplus value, according to uh, Dom's player cards. But I know. I, I'm, I, it would take me a second to pull up, but I know Jay Fresh's player cards has Nick Jensen measured out in the 90s right now. Doesn't hurt. Do you think it would
1: uh I don't know if it would really sign, uh, it would count as a, a retread for Iserman because we didn't have Jensen as an Iserman overlap. Oh, philip uh, but-
0: ronick getting pulled up on the j fresh player cards right now for anybody wondering 89 percent war as we continue the conversation right now man every all right if anybody is a j fresher every every fucking tab has a person in it right now this is crazy like you have to share it with thousands of people um <laughs> it's it's sometimes it's funny because i like to like Somebody will pull somebody up, and I'll immediately pull up another person, so they have to do it again, uh, which is a dick move. It is. But, uh, oof.
1: Can I... Uh, can Nick I Jens, 93%
0: too, projected war.
1: Nice. Uh, Be- can I say, though, that this Red Wings team, do we really have a beef with uh, acquiring more defensemen? We literally are stacked with defensemen up up the ass. Um, and this team loses games cause they don't score goals and they've been on the other side of goals for versus goals against, uh, basically since we've been doing this show, man, I know they, Look they at their don't, hands, they, have, they have a top three and a bottom nine. They don't have Look a top at... six offense. Their power yep. play just went 0 for eight. And I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm not really excited to bring in another, another defenseman. Can we get some guys who score goals?
0: Look at this, the hand they shoot with. There's more than one problem with this team. We also gave up six goddamn goals two nights in a row to Ottawa.
1: Yeah, but we should be scoring seven.
0: No, see, <laughs> there's more than one issue here. We could talk about bringing in a forward and a defenseman, but I will not I will not succumb to the don't trade for a defenseman. There's enough holes on this team, goddammit.
1: You know, Matt, no
0: shut I, I up just, with your nose i feel
1: it's, I mean it's I, I mean you can find some defensemen those guys are you know dime a dozen i you know nobody was you know nobody gave a hoot. i don't even know if there's any other competing offers like when we got Walman and mata and now those guys are like oh cool now we're gonna keep them for like two or three extra more years because they're actually pretty serviceable this is pretty nice um So I'm saying it's going to be a lot easier to find like that guy in that role rather than a guy who actually scores goals. So I, I I know we need a righty defenseman. All right. But I I just, I wish when we looked at our statistics, goal wise, point wise, it wasn't just Larkin and the pips. I, I wish we had some help for this guy on his line, Matt. And I know that, I know we can chalk it up to boo-boos for Bertuzzi, Verano, his boo-boos, and Raymond having maybe a sophomore slump, but maybe not, but maybe so. Uh, you know, David Perron is, how old is he? 58 now. You know, it, it doesn't look like he's going to be peppering in goals anytime soon. So I, I got to say, please, the next priority has to be somebody who can score. Please.
0: I told you, I will not. My heels are dug in both 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 they're both problems all right we got to do a quick break we'll be right back right. the action never ends a DraftKings Sportsbook, sports book especially after the super bowl you guys think it's all over but there's tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You could throw down on all the major action for the NBA, obviously for the NHL. Golf's going to get rolling. Uh, We've got same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props for you to bet on. it's honestly it's gonna feel endless to you draftkings is safe secure and reliable you can deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want i promise i've done it myself download the draftkings sportsbook app now use promo code thpn and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code thpn only at draftkings sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details and we're back um here i found a list that we could play around with so some of these guys are oh my god there's a loud video on this oh my ears oh it didn't it didn't hear us over here
1: we're okay
0: good you guys are super lucky jesus um (laughs) all right here's here's tsn's trade bait from march 1st um oh that's today uh (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, Chikrin's gone. Um, So, Tyler Bertuzzi, number two on this list. After he was removed from the list a week ago.
1: Um, Mm, There's there's smoke
0: again. JVR from Philly, 33 years old. Cap hit 7 million. He's a UFA at the end of the year.
1: Not quite on our timeline.
0: Brock Besser, 25 years old. Definitely Um, in
1: our timeline.
0: But... Do you want a guy who sucks
1: ass? I mean, is he good at
0: it? He's so good at it. Holy shit. You're going to love it.
1: Now you're talking. There we go.
0: (laughs) Look, I get it. Like all the other, you know, shows around here. Uh, You know, what shows for other hockey teams. They're like, oh, have you guys checked out Brock Buster yet? It's just it hasn't come together with Vancouver. So you're playing the game. probably paid. a little extra few dollars, but you're playing the game of like, maybe it'll work out for us. Opposed to, you know, like when the Red Wings play that game with like Fabry and he's getting paid. Nothing. I don't know. I couldn't think of a funny thing to say, but he's getting paid peanuts. That's hilarious. Gets paid peanuts. You bring in Fabry. Let's see if it works out. And now he's got a long career. With the Red Wings, where he's on our first goddamn fucking power play, and we thought this was a playoff team. Anyway, Brock Besser issues, not a superstar. Do you put him with Dylan Larkin, and all of a sudden he's a superstar? Well, he had opportunities to play with Patterson and Bo Horvat and different spots, and Vancouver's ready to trade him away. So, no, thank you. Um and you guys can want him i can i'll open up the comments here we've got 19 um that i missed
1: well i mean let's (laughs) cherry pick i don't want to go through all these names because why are we even you know mac cam talbot who cares do you you care about like a little nick schmaltz action arizona Does that do anything for you
0: not really no
1: he would be second on our team in points
0: you know that guy that's 14th on the list i wouldn't mind giving him a shot on our first fucking power play
1: what would it take for him do we have to give up some picks to play this yakub varana who's that (laughs) (laughs) we need to give up capital to play him or how does that work
0: i don't know how we play a whole game of look i get it vasilevsky played amazing but also there were chances on net, and there were blown chances Put put Verada in a scoring role, please. God, fucking damn it. Um, I like Blake's take. Blake said I'd take Tom Wilson. I mean, that solves a couple problems. He's not on this list, I don't think. But I mean, Washington's blowing things up. And can you can you go to Washington with a juicy enough offer where you get the tough guy that would make sure Jake Wallman doesn't get his clock cleaned twice against Ottawa? And the guy puts pucks in the back of the net. I fucking hate Tom Wilson, but I, I, I would so welcome not hating him anymore. Am I why do I I say his name out loud and now all of a sudden I'm like, is that why does I feel why do I feel like that? I don't know.
1: Can I go back to Maybe the it's list? Because I'm not supposed to say. Can that you go back loud. to the list real quick?
0: Oh, you said to go away from it. Yeah.
1: I I I don't really care about these players. There's not a lot. Hey, come on. St. Louis first round, get that out. Yeah, people.
0: this list blows. I'm just That's what I am I'm, I'm telling one you. The thing that
1: the list does that I think we could, you know, kind of get in our uh, um in our noggins is who the teams that you want to pillage from. The teams that are basically open for business. And that's where you're starting to see, you know, like it just makes me so mad when Cam Talbot's name keeps sticking out. But I mean, you'd be trying to steal guys from Arizona. You'd be trying to make more moves with Vancouver, like see if they want to add on to this trade they've already agreed to, kind of thing. Where, you know, Washington, uh, though, you know, Chicago's, the teams that are wide open for business, those are the teams you want to take advantage of. That's why I like some of those Sharks ideas. Yeah. Um, And it's almost like, my God, Matt, is there actually a scenario where we could call up Vancouver again to be like, listen, we want to take Patterson off your hands. For multiple firsts.
0: Yeah. I think Vancouver's, I think they've even made the statement like Patterson, Quinn, they're our boys. We're going to try and retool with them. So I don't know. Tristan, he doesn't mind Besser. Um, Jim's right here. This is nothing, you know, this is a little off topic, but yeah, I thought Arizona was asking for more and would have gotten more, uh, for Chickren. Um, and when I saw that return, I was kind of like, Oh, I, yeah, I,
1: they. I kind of uh, would have done that. Yeah. They clung to that guy. Like it was Durant. Like they were going to get, you know, 10 first round picks or something. And it was just kind of, a like a heroic return. So, was
0: uh, crimson. Cool I'd be cool with schmaltz on the wing. Um, Tristan, he's just good because he plays with Keller. Um, Crimson thrown out there. You get Tom Wilson thrown with Ras and Sonny, and it's a new version of the Redwoods. Uh, Jim just thrown out there. Maybe it's just the Detroit Blues continues.
1: Yeah. Oh, um,
0: Tristan, he's, he's his own source. I, Tristan, I love you. <laughs> I have five posts on Reddit this past few weeks on Schmaltz. Don't do it. Makes zero sense. From Tristan. Sourced by Tristan. <laughs> um, no, I I'm right there with you, Tristan. I, I'm maybe I saw your Reddit post, but uh I'm I'm not too excited. Um, Dad B, you add a Tom Wilson type when you're ready to make a run for the cup. Sadly, wings aren't ready for that right now. Yeah, I I mean I could see that, but I also look up and down their, their prospect list. And I don't see right now where that's getting added in. We have some size, but I feel like a lot of these guys are skill players. Um, And I think it's pretty rare to find a Tom Wilson. So if that option was presented to you, I think you, I, I would consider it. Uh, Jared, list blows. Focus on said list for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, he's making fun of us. It does blow. I hate this list. Why, why are we still yeah, looking? Get it right? off I screen. tried to get, I, I tried listening. to get rid of it. And you get it off, the screen, it get it off
1: it. the screen, man! Um, get it off
0: the screen. All right. <sighs> Joey wants to know if Bushel and becomes Kucherov two uh, you know, I,
1: I hope. I hope so. Him play zero seconds. I've heard things are great overseas. Uh, that'd, that'd be great. Never seen him. Before. I know
0: it's Joey. We're frustrated right now. This is this was maybe the wrong day to ask this because we're we're so frustrated with the uh, we're frustrated with the whole like oh look at all these cool prospects we have and um you know like maybe I mean, Tampa Tampa's like breezeball, like threw out there. He's like, well, we looked at what draft picks and the chances of them becoming NHLers were. So we decided to give Nashville a hundred draft picks for Tanner to make sure nobody else got Tanner Janot.
1: Well, it's like, you know, why do we have to talk about prospects? We have Beargrin and they want to give him healthy scratches. So I, you know, it seemed like that guy knew what he was doing offensively. Um, So before we even go into wide, you know, global stretching dudes who we've never seen play an actual game. So I can't attest how good they are. I've seen Beargrin play. And uh, apparently, Lone has oh. seen enough to give him a scratch.
0: I I'm so sorry, Tristan. He said I've seen five posts on Smol. I thought I thought Tristan was like, go check out my <laughs> posts on Reddit. Now you I'm guys. Gonna to a, I'm gonna
1: add a sixth one. How about that?
0: <laughs> oh, see, now now I'm making Tristan angry. Sorry, buddy. Um, Ooh. Jared, Smol's the trick. <laughs> we don't do that here.
1: <laughs> uh, D Coy wants Rob Thomas from uh, Matchbox Twenty. Nice.
0: I like, um, well, that's, that's, that's something where issues with the coach. And I, I don't know, was it, was the GM also saying something where it's just like, okay, well, no center winger could be on the market for Rob, uh, Blake thrown out there. We have to move the needle. Besser doesn't do it. Basically. I, I would, I would put it like this. Do you guys really want to trade for a middle six forward? Like it's, uh-huh. I'm not, if. We could get Besser for nothing. I'm not going to be upset about that. But I'm not going to look at Besser and go, "Oh man, we pull in Besser, playoff race back on, ladies and gentlemen." Like it's just, uh, I don't know. It's not doing it for me. It's just. Do I, to, I we're do so. I have to look I, up the J Fresh player card.
1: Sometimes it just gets so tough, though. Like we are going to be hypercritical of you know, trading for a middle six forward, but uh, we're we're all very excited about a middle of the first round first round pick. Which is where you normally draft those guys. So we're getting one that hasn't proven himself yet. We got another new name in there. Is it just Justicia? Valent uh Valentina? Lock down the lock down the D now. They're going to keep. Not going to have whoa, we got like four comments in a row. Now going on two forwards, starting with cap. Um yeah, I think that kinda echoes uh what we were talking about earlier that Seems like they have a little more stability defensively, and at least for me. Um, I know Matt said there's a lot of holes to, for this team to fill, can't really debate that, but yes, I too would like to see uh, a little focus on the forwards. Um, uh, but Matt, whoo, has a sexy new player card for us here. Brockbuster oh. Bester
0: up 14 projected war, Mike, not driving the play in either direction, even strength no. offense and even strength defense. Sucks. When that puck gets in the zone against Brock Besser, it stays. Oh wait, I'm sorry. In the D zone. It stays in the D zone. (laughs) I don't I'm so fucking dumb. All right, I'm done.
1: But I would say if he was on the ice with 99 other players, he would be better than 13 of them.
0: That's a great point. So it's good. I mean there's a, a small percentage, but we're guaranteed to have a couple of Brock Besser goals. You know, once a I was, month.
1: I was being a little facetious. Um, Yeah, I was. Is, uh, oh, I was playing along. This is not Sorry. candidate number one. I did not uh, spell that Matt.
0: properly. I was playing along.
1: No. <clears throat> I mean, if okay, Matt, uh, if you're gonna Sherat for Bowser, one for one, do oh, you do it.
0: Um, I I would do Besser for Sherat, no problem. Let's do that. Oh, okay. Man.
1: Real Yeah, you want? Go gotcha. Yeah.
0: No, you got me. I'll go all for right.
1: it. Do the do the Canucks fall for that?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Who says no? Nobody. They're both in.
1: <laughs> both players, both franchises, both fan bases say yes.
0: <laughs> Crimson, Jesus, that graph looks like Kmart sales projection.
1: Oh, got him.
0: <laughs> um, Crimson's
1: been on fire today.
0: <clears throat> oh no, Jessica, Seronik gone for real. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Danby, go no uh, more. No more middle six guys, please.
1: Dan, just be careful. You keep trading for these middle of the first round, first round picks. That's what you're getting.
0: I, I, they're gonna be packaged. I'm telling you guys, this is not gonna be the same I game. I hope it's not gonna be the same game. <sighs> All right, what else did we have to talk about? What did we um... add? We added uh, the guy who leads the uh, Q- <clears throat> Quebec Montreal Junior Hockey League in goals now i'm in a bad mood i was excited to have this episode <laughs> and you put me in a bad mood why what did uh, i do he's he's fifth in points uh in the q oh my god i can't do it QMJHL. uh 89 points but uh, he also leads them in goals with uh with 45 this this is not a bad move at all but it is i what did i text you earlier mike this is this does not hurt us in any way it's a good move. It is not an exciting move. If you guys are it's blowing not. a load because of this, who doggies? Um, well, hey, you're patient. If you're blowing a load because of this signing, hats off. You're you are one of the more patient hockey fans on planet Earth.
1: Well, I, the, uh, I think the, the more I talk to, to the mic, about, I get for this move. The one thing yeah. to mention is everybody's you know slinging around first round picks, getting guys for their top six or their top pairing defensemen. And the first thing the Red Wings do is like. Yeah, well, we're in the action, too. Boo! What do you think of that? We got Alexandra Doucette. Suck on that. NHL, woo! Luckily, more news came in with, you know, Aaronic and Larkin, but it was hilarious that this was our attempt to stay relevant in the big, cocky news day. All
0: right. Blake, you need Sherratt. Give him a break. Sherratt has oh, given no! us... Matt He's given us. Teed. I'm
1: sorry, Blake. Matt had that teed up for you. That that was mean. Matt, take that back.
0: You ruined my. I was. Blake
1: did, Blake did not deserve what you just did to him. <laughs> Let me throw that comment in there with one of these. Boom.
0: <laughs> I did get to cheat. I looked up the the player card before I pulled up Blake's comment. Oh. But sure, I was gonna say before Mike was excited. So I, I am happy you were excited with this. But I was gonna say. We don't need to give Sherrod a break because he gave the Red Wings, the Panthers, and the Montreal Canadiens a very lengthy break um, in his terrible play. Um, a man pinches at the wrong time. He's in terrible position, and everyone he plays with, their statistics go in the shitter, and it's the exact opposite of the, as I pointed out on, on Twitter, the, the Litstrom effect. And I wish, I wish it was different, but even in Ottawa, Mr. Bruiser – when our asses were getting kicked, did nothing. I don't see what is... I can't see a value anymore. You guys told me before the season started, when Mike and I were like, fuck, I hate this sherat signing. You guys were like, no, grit. He's going to bring grit. Where's the grit? I'm sorry. I don't see the grit. I see every now and then... I make a, a video and I'm just like in shock that there was a great play from Sherat. That should not be the case. I should not just be like, holy shit. <laughs> Look at that one time he lifted a stick and took and he that's what it is. He's always lifting somebody's fucking stick. He's not smashing someone into the boards. Like we saw that for like a month. I'm sorry, Blake, I'm getting too angry, but I just don't, I don't see it.
1: I, just, I'm, uh, I I don't wear uh, Blake and there's a few defenders out there. There's still like few I... truthers for Sherrod.
0: I, I want to keep you as a friend because I love it when you comment on the show. So I feel like I'm going too hard here and I'm just angry at Sherrod. So you you could be right. There's a lot of feelings here.
1: I think we just need to adjust Blake's comment. You need him to perform at what they're paying him. You need that, cause uh you got three more years of this bullshit. So he better right. figure it out or pretend he has a core injury like cop did for a while.
0: Can I highlight that? Nope, there was a problem. He's also 30 fucking one. And we have him for another three years after this one. We better he better hope that when he gets moved to the right side, <laughs> things just worked out magically. Yeah. Like he's this whole time play, he was supposed to be a, a right little devil's guy.
1: advocate. If you play a little devil's advocate, you know we got the we got the Lucas Raymonds, um you know, we got the bear grins, you know, little little fellas. so I see I think I see philosophically where you bring in like an older long in the tooth um you know beefcake um to get out there and maybe level things out a little bit on the ice. but it's just man, his contributions have just been dragging just to put Blake to put it in perspective, he's made cider look mortal. That's how bad he is. He made Cider look like, "Oh, maybe he uh, is not as good as we thought he was." Until he gave Cider a real partner again. He's like, "Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. The guy we've we've tied so much of our future hopes and dreams into is is actually still a star. Thank God." So that's how bad Sherrod is. If he made Cider look mortal, ooh. That's uh, whew, not good.
0: I I mean, we showed the highlight earlier. Larkin's the one who laid out Kachuk yesterday. It wasn't Sherrod. Sharat could put his career on the line and just do something nasty to that little punk. And he didn't do it. Then I like right now, this episode would have been called extend Chirot first chance you get like that. I would have titled the episode that if he knocked Kachuk's head off, but he didn't. So I just, I don't, I get it. Like we want, we, I, I, I said today, I was like, yeah, let's fucking see if Tom Wilson, you know, I don't know. Let's find a Tom Wilson. That's younger. That would be wonderful. I don't know if that exists, but Tom Wilson seems to be the best at what he does, where he's fucking asshole. He actually clobbers people and he actually scores. Where Kachuk is just like this little pissy bitch who does not hit people and he deserves to get his head fucking knocked off. But but he but does put points in, so there's that.
1: So Wilson, I don't watch do I don't do we... want
0: Kachuk. I want a Tom Wilson type.
1: I know, but with Wilson, do we want a guy named after a volleyball? <laughs> or was the volleyball
0: named don't, after don't do it no tommy boy
1: take it back all right jared thrown in there Oof. oh i just got rid of
0: oh yeah here sorry
1: oh god oh joey thrown oh i know oh man
0: i can't wait to bring joey's He's comment gotta back make those
1: up. comments blow up charad made Sider look like erickson yeah he did speaking uh...
0: of swedish hockey players joey Woo-hoo. throws in there edmondson is just soda and d no we're talking physicality here like we're talking i I hope right joey i thought Um, thought
1: he meant height like he's big oh right yeah that's what
0: you meant joey high five (laughs) man he's just a tall guy good call joey um (laughs) no i i think we all know what joey means i mean we're not we're not calling these guys up and then all of a sudden everyone's protected (laughs) um Dan said yes, but do you really want Larkin running it, guys? I don't. know. I don't. I was saying uh, I wanted Sherat to do it. Maybe Dan's commenting on somebody else's um, comment there. Uh, Jim Johnson. Brady and Matthew are just like their dad. Pissy little bitches. I finished your comment, Jim. <clears throat> Jim's finished it, dad, for all the podcast listeners. Um, yeah, you guys, there's an Easter egg in the um, YouTube Uh, episode description if you guys want to check that out I think I kept it in Um, Jared thrown out there that was Matt's point Sherat was supposed to be the enforcer and he's not Um, Jim we need another Vladdy oh man that would be that would be wonderful I love the conversations like when like Lidstrom wasn't supposed to win all those Norris trophies (laughs) <laughs> it was supposed to be Vladdy and goddamn fucking life uh god
1: oh still brings a tear to my eye soap dish throwing in some heat right now fans are so reactive always want to overhaul the team uh based on a weekend you know what soap dish I'm guilty of that sometimes but oh uh, for sure it's also reflective of you know this this rebuild it feels like it's been forever
0: well and, you uh, know what we had one topic saved up
1: uh-oh you got a topic it's not,
0: in the it's camp. not done. We're not done. It's not done. This is where the conversation of Steve could still bring something in with all these draft picks. I know you get rid of Heroic. You're not really, you're not really on the megaphone going. We're still in it, but you know, there's still there's a possibility here. Got a lot of ground to uh,
1: make up. We just got to leap over a third of the league. Great. Okay
0: four four games back of i'm going to say crappy four games back of the crappy islanders and you are only 6 points back we already made up that ground a couple weeks ago uh obviously ottawa man they they blow uh so you can leapfrog them
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah <laughs> can i can i just say like the amount of people that were mad at me like a week and a half ago that found like a tweet i made about the senators um so this is before these two games i was like ah we left points on the on the table when we played the senators earlier in the season and they were like i don't know man we're we're like right there and i was like ah fuck off and here we are um (laughs) so florida uh what uh how many games in hand we have two games in hand we're only back by two points buffalo i mean they've got two points on us but they're at you know they, they've got a game in hand so let's just call it four points or whatever so that buffalo seems to be pretty tough in pittsburgh's uh is that 69 points and we have the same amount of games played so we're five back i mean it's not easy it's not done soap dish but it so definitely I, isn't I going like your... to be easy go ahead
1: I just like your idea because uh, instead of focusing on how there's five teams above us, let's just focus on the Islanders. who have four games in hand, and maybe we, that'll just look at one team instead of all five. Right. Cause that sounds it's... like alone in the locker room. All right. <laughs> let's just erase this team and that one and that one. We only got one team to catch. Is there you do it.
0: When do we start having the conversation about like how mild-mannered alone is and we come out of a game where we lose six to two
1: Tells the media uh, we will be better tomorrow I'm and we... by myself and yeah. i'm just trying to get myself in the headspace to like do an impression all i say is uh, uh gee golly shucks you know uh we uh we played a pretty tough game out there and uh you know we we got a uh, bunch kicked by uh ottawa senators and uh hopefully we'll come back and play a little bit better tomorrow and whoops lo and behold we lost by another touchdown today
0: I feel like it's more penguin-y. No, you're
1: Anderson. just looking at his face. He does not sound like that. No, it's that's more all
0: like I his. I only hear that. You're looking ah. at his face.
1: We got to hear his voice on the radio, and he's talking to alone. Ken Cal.
0: I don't think he's ever talked.
1: Doesn't he, he talks just go? All the time. I listen he to the goes, goes every day. No. He's
0: like, wow, Luigi?
1: No, Matt. You're no. You're basically Am I on projecting? His... Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the comments, Matt. You and your watching Batman Returns on HBO. Nobody wants to talk about that.
0: Okay, so I was kind of making the point here, like, yes, mathematically, we're not out, but to uh, Soap Dish's point, which is a great point, like, we really get, like, we lose our shit over, like, a couple of bad games. But also, it is, like, we, we weren't, like, in it, in it. And... There's, you know, it's like, oh, well, now there's less time after every game. And I know that sounds silly. It's dumb for me to say, oh, there's less time in the se- last games in the season. But I mean, those are two huge losses against the wrong team. And now we're that much closer to the end of the season. So it's just. It's rough. We do have an Islanders game on Saturday, so we got that going for us. Big who's, game. who's next?
1: Uh, I think uh, then we have Seattle. Oh, is that it? I think so. Oh, I man. think that's the redemption opportunity.
0: Alright, yeah. I I think that that's doable. Alright, so you win two in a row. Uh, Seattle, Islanders, let's pull this up here.
1: While you're doing that, I just want to blitz through a couple comments. Um, Crimson Shadow, man, he's been on fire today. Uh, just saying, I will say this about Soderblom. The man has more goals than Xenia with fewer games. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's another one that I really like too, um, Jim Johnson, the humbling truth uh, that we have to win at least five in a row again. <laughs> that, that does suck. Um, soap dish with one. I really liked, even if someone like Giovanni beat up Kachuk, doesn't matter. We need to beat them on the scoreboard. Amen. That's why Matt and I are not big advocates for collecting goons. Um, I'd rather get some goals. Um, and then Jared had one that I really liked too. where did that Jared comment go? Is it when
0: the the wings lose they lose um,
1: that's a good one i think it was oh he said uh washington is blowing it up and they still have a better goal differential uh negative 14 is garbage it absolutely is jared um I, you know matt is right we do need to shore up the defense there's no excuse for giving up back-to-back six goal games um against ottawa but i mean that goal differential Becomes a lot easier to you know get on the plus side when you're scoring goals, which we haven't done. My God, I, I I can't remember the last time we had a team that I was confident in scoring goals. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't keep looking at the stat sheet and it's Larkin and nobody else. I can't do it, Matt. You can't tell me that this is digestible for you. That's impossible.
0: All right. First of all, did you catch this one from GLJ?
1: GLJ, my man. There's a guy who listens to the pregame. That's he loved guy. mine when I went. No, 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 he liked my voice. He liked it a lot.
0: Um, Kenny says I love Lalone, but he looks like Penguin from Batman. Uh, to your point, Mike, scratch Fabry for God's sakes.
1: Yeah, I'm not scratching the five all, million dollar man. All this, all right? all
0: this bullshit about oh Zadina Berger or Verano. Who am I going to put put in? And Fabry's over here <laughs> sucking ass. <laughs>
1: Listen, I don't, Fabry I don't is the it. chariot of the forwards, all right? He makes five mil, so he's playing. Too bad. I,
0: why, why am I always making the fight? Like, I felt <laughs> like, I feel like the last few years I've been like, yeah, can we keep Fabry off the ice? He's always a negative when that it comes is to one the of chances given up.
1: No, that is one of Steve's boys. He's going to retire. He's going in the rafters, man. Just get ready. He's going in there before Fedorov. Just, just brace yourself.
0: Eric agrees on Fab's. Eric, Jim's got us. Uh,
1: you and Matt are going to be with me on banner raising night when they throw fabs up there before Fedorov. <laughs> right. So just be, pre- we're getting three seats. We're going to be there.
0: Here, here's the thing. Seattle, they're better than us in the standings, but I still think winnable. Islanders, again, winnable. Flyers, come on, super winnable. Then the shitty ass Blackhawks. Mike, are you a pr- are you prepared a week from today to have an episode after that Blackhawks game, and we're at a four fucking game winning streak,
1: I I won't be able to stomach that kind of emotional swing. I, I can't do it without. Medication. We kind
0: of need it. We kind of need a four game losing streak just to like nail in the coffin. But it is totally possible if you play this, like you I did against the out. Senators. I can't,
1: I can't keep being toyed like this. I I need I need some some give. I need something back. Something, yeah.
0: See, soap dish. Stop it. Fabry is better than a half a point per game playing bottom six. Soap dish.
1: There's my butt. I Stop it. He... No. I like it. every
0: is hot fucking garbage. Soapy, I, I can't. I want I you I to spam that
1: it. chat with more Fabry comments. No. Just to really yeah. grind Matt Smolers. Oh. oh. Gonna... Pull up that J Fresh. I, it's, at it. it. it's at least a two percent. It's at least a two percent.
0: Oh, I didn't pull my window down. All right, guys. Don't look at my tabs. It's all porn. Oh shit! It's actually kind of good. Hey, right. soap
1: dish, you called it, bro. <laughs> all right, We're
0: gonna so let you, guess,
1: to, you get the guest host next week. To soap dish's
0: point, his finishing is at eighty nine percent. His even strength offense fourteen percent. Bottom Heck. bottom fourteen percent of the league. Even strength I defense looking at bottom fourteen percent It's gonna make
1: me. Uh, it's gonna make it easy for me to finish tonight.
0: All right, it looks pretty <laughs> good. Um. I just don't. It's it's always a losing game with the Fabster. Um, like you will always give up more than you get, and I I don't I don't like that. All right, I got to pull this down before I do pull up. Like, oh, I'm gonna search pub, and then all my hub history pops up. I don't know. I'm really good about not doing that. You know, you gotta pull up. You got you got to do presentations at work, so I know not to do that. But. <laughs>
1: Anytime I get Jared so, to say Christ, you it's a this. victory.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where is it? There, Jared. Christ, Mike phrasing. Oh
1: yeah, um, and uh, Soapy. Yeah, it's true. I, he's not good defensively. He does produce points, and it's something. You know, what? it's so weird. It's like he's not good on defense, but he does bump into people. So I, I feel like he's a net. He's just annoying. I just and I don't want to make this a Fabry pod. We got to move on. Well, it's a point that revolves
0: around a lot of different issues as to, like, why can't I have Verana on my first power play as opposed to Robbie Fabry?
1: Hmm. Well, Dan B, uh, thrown in their advanced stats, don't always tell the truth. Sometimes your eyes tell you more.
0: And that's kind of how I feel. I see a stinky poo-poo. I don't know.
1: That's kind of how I feel about something like uh, I think you brought up the Patrick Kane deep cut, and uh, he's he's been trash on defense for the past what, three seasons? Trash um,
0: on offense this season.
1: And uh, I, I don't know. I feel like the Rangers are going to kind of be uh, going to be a little excited to have that guy on their team. So I feel like he's going to make a positive influence somehow. Oh, not a fan of Fabry's what? term like his contract yeah oh yeah i uh i oh. I, I don't think anyone quite understood the the fabry fetish um i i wouldn't have paid him that much i don't know who who else you were really competing with um but uh well here you go
0: yeah but you've you've got to answer for your crimes for bringing up fucking patrick kate again
1: Gee. stop it i mean what is just the got point moved? of bringing that's him a up huge deal that's a huge deal no it's deal. not Yes, no, it stop, it. stop That Rangers team is loaded.
0: All right. I'm trying to find some. You know, there's a
1: little envy, Matt. You don't see, you don't have a little envy when you see them stacking up that. Basically, they have four lines now. We have maybe one. I have envy over here. That's all I'm saying. And they gave up nothing for him.
0: I know, but you, it's not like the season's been great. He is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, but human. Just...
1: I know, but I, I, I
0: don't. I don't understand your fascination with the one man, Patrick Kane. You can like any other. Well,
1: listen, he's there's a he's few a, He's a talented scorer, goal scorer. He's on a terrible Blackhawks team. Everybody plays like poop when you're on a poop team, and he does have sins. I can't excuse him. You 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 could just stop talking about him. But I mean, have I'm you listened? You. To, have you listened to Thriller? Back think about what Michael Jackson did. But think about Thriller, man. <laughs> Patrick Kane is the Michael Jackson of hockey. There, I said it.
0: Well, I think we're out of topics to talk about. I think Bertuzzi does get traded. Uh, If we're talking about Patrick Kane for more than 10 seconds, we've run out of things to talk about. I think Um, Bertuzzi is... Okay, I'll say this. Bertuzzi's on the trade block. Put that out there. I think it's very possible we go on a four-game winning streak. I think we will lose to Seattle. I mean, honestly, I think we will lose to Seattle, and then the Islanders will win on Saturday, and then I'll be very sad. And I'm not saying based on the matchup. I'm saying based on what just happened with Heronic, and based on these last couple of games, I just think this team is kind of headed south. Um.
1: I uh I this person I haven't seen them comment before, so welcome to the show. Enki's Holocene Hybrid. Oh
0: Enki Enki was commenting earlier, commented last week.
1: Oh, yeah, I just uh I, I don't remember commenting on that handle. Um uh, Rangers better win the cup. They have everything, or at least they have put a lot into making this year relevant for them. Um Dan B throwing in Rangers out in the first round and Jared going wrong. I would I would be surprised. Uh, um
0: Tristan says, let's talk about how Mike just made the best metaphor ever.
1: It's the artist versus the art, man. It's easier for me to uh, separate it. It's harder for Matt. That's the bottom line.
0: Soap dish, messed up, not trading Bird after his 30-goal season.
1: Probably. Yeah, uh, maybe Vancouver's phone, like cell phone wasn't charged or something, you know?
0: Hey, Chewy, Sunday's my birthday. Happy birthday, Chewy.
1: Happy early birthday, bud.
0: Everybody say happy birthday. Oh, hit that like button if uh, you guys feel <laughs> like it.
1: Coming in hot, decoy with Ben Schrodt is the Millie Vanilli of hockey. Um, yeah, that 1%. Yeah, there's definitely not a real hockey player in there.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is decoy. You fucking nailed Oof. it. Nice job.
1: I like this coming in for the boys, too. Uh, Dan B saying, pick the destination for Bert before you go. Bert to Edmonton. Oh, Jim, that's a good pick. Jared Pick in Calgary. I'm going to say I'm
0: going to say Dallas. Dallas was hot on him. Right? Cuz now now the now it's an arms race, right? In the West. I think the East is all... is they're good.
1: I just uh I I'm going to jump on the uh the coattails. I like Jim's idea. I feel like uh old Holland will give us a little ringling. See what he can uh send our way.
0: Oh, this is righteous. 247. Two, oh. What's up, dude? Uh Soapdish has uh Bert going to Tampa or LA. Yeah, you said Jim has him going to the Oilers, yeah. Jared has him going to Calgary. I think um I would go Dallas and then Edmonton for sure. And I'm just going like old Detroit GMs <laughs> or you know, front office types. Um but yeah, I uh I like Jim's point here. Uh Stevie could fleece Kenny. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh tristan right there edmonton or dallas his hot take is la i like this game Who's idea was yeah are, this
1: you, are we surprised idea? they haven't made more moves with edmonton just knowing that eiserman has already said hey what if i took your job <laughs> <What>? hey wait <laughs> no yeah have fun in canada uh, but uh i think what we might do guys is uh it, this this deadline is is cooking so I think we might try to do a little a little shows key on uh, Friday if you're available, Matt.
0: Yeah i uh, I think uh, we'll see you guys Friday. We'll see what's going on. Maybe another because
1: I think the deadline's at what three o'clock or do they do noon? I think oh, it's well, three. All right.
0: I don't have any meetings on Friday, so I will be.
1: Yeah, it's three p.m. Uh, Eastern time on Friday. So yeah, we'll try Ooh. and do something then. Quentin by Dan B. Whew, whispering what? those Hot sweet one. nothings right before bedtime. Dan, you dirty <laughs> dog. Um I think they did I swear to God, I think they did say he's off the table. But you know, that was supposed to be the same case with uh Uncle Bert. So I think
0: i I brought this up on the show before, but Turcotte always ends up on my um NHL uh, 23, 22, 21 teams. So I, I, I'd be all about, uh, Burt for Turcotte was Tristan's throw out there. Um, Tristan laughed my ass off at, uh, the Burt for Byfield. Um, <laughs> all right, awesome. you guys, you guys ready to sail off into the sunset?
1: Yeah. And I, hopefully we have some really exciting news on Friday. So I'm, I'm pumped Should be to fun. Uh, talk that deadline
0: yeah guys thanks for coming aboard um i see the views are through the roof so i really appreciate everybody that came along if you want to hit that like button for us it does a world of good for somebody to hear our silly ranting today and how we went from the highs of highs to the lows. Medium, <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man who um i gotta i gotta scroll back i'm sorry there's so many comments it was soap dish that kind of hit me and i i I got proved wrong on on fabry but still i'm i'm just gonna be a fabry hater all right see you guys uh in a couple of days have a good one thanks for coming aboard see ya